everybody. Welcome to another episode of Let's Do a Podcast. I'm Ryan. And I'm Anthony. And, and we're not Pink doing Cage Fest. I miss it already. I or don't. Do I? do I miss yeah. it? I don't know. No. <laughs> we gotta we gotta let that uh we gotta let that uh refill itself. We gotta let uh Mr. Cage uh rejuvenate the source, if you will. So exactly let that happen <laughs> yeah i mean even though it was a great catch cage fest it, it really was probably our best i sure was ready for a break yeah um because you know i mean what what did we do five movies we did five movies fortunately for us the cage movies are a renewable resource yeah i already saw that there's a few more already like in the works i'm like of course <laughs> of course why not um but of course, before we start getting into anything else, let's talk about beer because I'm thirsty. So we're recording this on a Monday, so I'm already done with work. Means I need a drink. Yeah. Oh boy, do I ever. <laughs> so uh, this beer is actually from Idaho. So on our trip, Who's our drive, huh? Uh, Who Idaho. Uh, on our drive up here from Texas, of course, I had to pick up beer along the way. Uh, and so here is Sockeye is uh, the Winterfest Strong Ale. Ooh. Uh, immediately when I cracked it open, it just hits you right in the face with all the smells. It says this American style strong ale has deep, rich malt ex. Uh, comp- oh my gosh you can tell my brain is already done yeah, it's uh, been a day. yeah complexity with hints of toffee caramel and light roasted barley uh, it is a 7.3 APV 85 IBU malts are well Idaho pale malt, malt victory crystal what flaked barley and chocolate okay Victory crystals, we love and it. Yeah, so we'll see. What about what are you drinking over there, Anthony? So over here in the theme of this movie, I am watching. I'm watching. Well, terrible watch pour. <laughs> like I haven't had a beer a, before. Great a pour there. Jeez. And uh, so in memory, uh, in memoriam for the movie we just watched, I am drinking. Uh, from Starbrace Brewing, a relatively new brewery here in Texas, down in Austin, Starhopped uh, from Starbrace Brewing. Uh, and uh, it's really interesting. So I, being that they're new and that they have an interesting name, they, uh, on, on the can it says it's uh, established on Earth, on Earth, but it's brewed for Mars. And they have on their mission, their goal is to uh, explore the future of craft beer in space. They want to be the first brewery on Mars. Which I'm like, about it. I'm about it. Send, send, send like a brewery uh, over on like a, the next rover and brew some beer over there. Brew, brew some Mars beer once we find some water over there. Mm. So, but star hopped from, uh, from there. And the description for this is, this is a double dry hopped IPA. Oh, what? I'm drinking an IPA? Never heard of it. You, you didn't even know? <laughs> I know, right? I've never, I've never had an IPA before. Uh, it's bursting with sweet notes of p- pineapple, pineapple, peach, and blueberry. Named for an iconic Mars rocket prototype, this beer boasts a soft, pillowy mouthfeel and the perfect bitterness profile. 
Uh, and it's got a Carl Sagan quote with it. Uh, the cosmos is within us. We are made of star stuff and we are a way for the universe to know itself. Carl Sagan. I'm uh, yes. very convinced. It doesn't say it on their website, but I'm very convinced that this is a bunch of uh, a brewery founded by a bunch of like SpaceX employees. It's got to be. Uh, yeah. Yeah. For that but theme, it has the, to be. Yeah. Now for the all important uh, sound test. Oh, it's so good. Science. I did, a, I did a terrible pour and the head's not going away. So it means I'm just going to have to drink through the head. I guess that's what she said. I don't know. Um, um so yeah, uh, it. I mean, it's definitely dark like a winter ale. So we'll see what happens. Wow, Ooh, that's got some good. That's got some good IPA smell to it. <sighs> um. Whoa, buddy. Ooh, buddy, this is good. Um. What about you? <laughs> I don't know if that was a good old buddy or a bad old buddy. Um, it's, it's a little rough for me. Um, is it getting so, in the barley wine territory? I heard barley and I was like, Ooh, is that getting close to barley wine? Um, not necessarily. I, so I've had other beers from this brewery. So actually at the hotel we stayed at, you could buy like a mix pack of this beer. So I was like, Oh, cool. I don't have to leave for one it was super late already when we got there so nothing was mm -hmm. open and so i was like okay so i grabbed a mix pack and i had just like the regular ipa i think it, i had like a stout and like they were okay so i was just like okay well i was like i want to save one to do on the show i didn't know i didn't know what it was i just knew i saved one for the show and it just right. was this so i mean so I think in general, their style is not my cup of tea. But yeah, yeah, this is, I mean, it's a winter, very strong ale and it's 85 IBU. So yeah, it's intended to keep you warm when it's cold outside. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, it just seems like it may be still cold up there. So yeah, today for most of the morning, it was like 34 still. So oh my goodness. Yeah, chance of snow, today, which was pretty chilly for me. So, <laughs> yeah, chance of snow again later this week. I'm like, cool. Why not? Ooh. I don't mind it, though. Um, So uh, it'll be interesting to see at the end of this episode what I think about this beer, because right now I'm definitely unsure. Um, First sip was rough, but you know what? I There have been times. Where the first sip was rough. Oh, shit. Almost over poured. Uh, <laughs> where the first sip was rough, and then I ended up liking it. So I need to give it, got to give it time. Can't just right off the bat tell you if it's good or not. So, right. in my opinion, of course, of course. All right. Um, What do we <laughs> I totally blinked. What do Events. we do now? There's stuff Events. going on. Things. There yes. are things going on. I <laughs> will start. So we are getting into April Fool's weekend. There's always some good events on April Fool's weekend. I'm ready for some April Fool's jokes on the interwebs. Uh, there's always I feel like they're not as good as they were during the pandemic because I feel like people had nothing better to do, but I'm always up for some interesting like uh, products that people are like joking about, but then they uh, ultimately become real products because they didn't think people get excited about those things. But mm -hmm. this has nothing to do with the events. Um, there's just events going on this weekend. 
so uh, we talked about this last time, Martin House Brewing Company on uh, this Friday, Friday the 31st. Uh, they have their Trouble in the Trinity 2 live pro wrestling uh, at 7 p.m. So if you want to go see some live pro wrestling out at Martin House, do that this Friday. Hmm. Um, on April Fool's Day, we got, and these are no joke, uh, these are some actual events. Uh, oh, we got some. At, next day, if you're, if you're just like stuck at Martin House and you want to go there again on Saturday, they have the Pup Gang Meetup for fans with four-legged friends. So if you have a dog and you want to go meet some other dogs, go to Martin House. Hey, even if you don't have a dog and you want to go pet some dogs, I'm sure you can go there and pet some people's dogs. Um, so Martin House at noon on Saturday, the April Fool's, Fools Day. I hope that's not a joke because that would be really a bummer. That would be um, mean. But neutral Ground Brewing. What's that? That'd just be mean. It would be mean. Um, neutral, neutral Ground Brewing Company's got their second anniversary. Uh, they got a DJ coming, which is fun. Um, and Vector Brewing has their third anniversary be, uh, block party uh, is also on April Fool's Day. And who would open a place on April Fool's Day? It's like, I'm, gonna open a, I'm opening a brewery. Ha, <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, are you really, though? Who knows? Uh, Three Nations on Sunday, April 2nd. They're doing an Easter egg hunt. Is Easter this weekend? It can't be, right? Uh, next weekend. Uh, maybe they're just really early. Uh, but also on Sunday is the uh, Celestial Beer Works uh, is their fifth annual adult science fair. I'm guessing it's too late to sign up for it now, but I'm, bet, I'm willing to bet there's some pretty cool stuff going to be going down over there. So don't totally, totally go check it out. Um, out on the horizon, April 15th. Not so much on the horizon anymore anyways, but uh, Big Texas Beer Fest is on April 15th. Uh, on tax day, uh, we have... It, I'm confused. They have multiple yeah. dates for the uh, beer, the fifth annual adult science fair. It's on both the April 2nd and April 22nd. So uh, roll a dice there, 50-50 shot. It's either on the day with one two or two twos. Um, so, uh, and uh, community on April 22nd, they have their 10-year anniversary party. Uh, so all that good stuff coming up. And the event that I'm looking forward to the most, Hops and Props, April 29th. Be there or be square. I'll have to be square. Sorry. Yeah. Fly on over. <laughs> yeah. Just, just a quick just land to hops and props. Yeah. Um, so again, for me, I found a rough place that posts random stuff for events wise. Um, so on April Fools, we have yoga and beer over at the Mayflower Tap Room in Portland. We got the Saturday uh, brewery crawl uh, that is also April 1st over in Ash- Astori- Astoria, Oregon. Mm-hmm. Uh, a museum over there in Astoria dedicated to the movie Goonies. Have you, did, you, did you know that? I did not know that. I totally want to go visit that place. Yeah, there's a, it seems like there's areas that really dig into the Goonies around here. That's for sure. <laughs> right. Which, I mean... I don't blame them. Uh, we started other than Thanos, so come on. Yeah. Uh, so on the second, there's a beer pairing with dinner over at Slow Draft Brewing. Um, ooh, that's pretty far out. Again, like the site that I look at, it's not in order, so I have to like 
kind of quickly like throw it together of all this stuff. Mm. Uh, there's a monthly bottle share over in Eugene, Oregon, which that would be fun. I, I've been wanting to go to a bottle share. Uh, Eugene, I think, is pretty far from me, though, so I probably won't go there, but... Hey, maybe I can try. I, I've been thinking about me trying to get one started in this area. My little my little town doesn't have like do that kind of stuff. It, it seems like, or if there is, I just don't know about it. Um, fertile ground, fertile ground. You can bring some of that Texas beer magic over there, right? Uh, then there is a chili war on April first, actually. So we're going back. Uh, sorry, everybody, over in Bend at Immer Immersion Brewing. I would totally go there for that. Mm, that sounds good. I go for some chili before I yeah. start warming up again. Yeah, chili's so good. Mm -hmm. um, and the last one I want to point out is actually for Easter weekend, just since, you know, we're actually going back to two episodes a month, uh, is on April 8th, there's Easter Pups and Pints. So uh, you get to take your dog. To the Eagle Crest Resort, which is also a brewery, apparently. Nice. Uh, yeah, take your pup, get your pictures taken. They can, uh, I think they hide little dog treats around for your dogs to find and drink beer. So, uh, again, I, I got to get better about finding something better or at least putting these in somewhat better order. Cause that This is terrible. <laughs> But I at least have things to talk about. It's an improvement. <laughs> I'm telling you, you got to do the beer in the big O there. Yeah. I, that's so much work. <laughs> I don't know how the beer in the big D guy does it. Like, that's insane. But um, I guess let's move on to the movie. All right. So, so yeah. Uh, so I, I don't think we really talked about it. I said I was going to post about it. I didn't because I'm slacking on everything except for work. So, uh, so what we decided to do is for our first two movies back, like out of cage fest was the, the sci-fi movies that got us into the sci-fi nerdism world. Right. Isn't that what we kind of said? Basically. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Anthony picked the movie that he was like, this is like the movie that got me like, like, this is my movie kind of thing. And then I picked mm -hmm. mine. So uh, for Anthony's, it's Life Pod, the 1993 movie. TV uh, movie. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, TV, TV movie. movie. And you can definitely tell it's a TV movie. Oh, yeah. Um, there's, some, there's some like people who were like pre pre like pre famous at this point. Not like they never became like super famous, but some of them were like pre famous, and some of them were famous already uh, that were in my, this movie. So I'm curious. My question is: Has Mystery Science Theater 3000 done this movie? They have not done this movie. They got to because immediately yeah. I was like, this would be a perfect movie for them. But uh, so give us the little spiel about this movie and I will get talking because this is a crazy one. All right. So this movie is Life Pod. So Life Pod chronicles the trip of eight passengers after the ship they were on blew up on Christmas Eve, the year 2168 Anno Domini. Uh, immediately, people start dying. Uh, you know, that's what happens when a ship explodes. Um, passengers begin to investigate why the ship blew up and how it relates to them. 
So this movie is a remake. If you're familiar with Alfred Hitchcock, this is a uh, remake or retelling of Lifeboat. I don't know if you can draw the lines between those two movies, uh, but uh, the Alfred Hitchcock story, Lifeboat, which tells a similar story. Um, this story being the story of people who uh, escaped from a, um, a star cruiser or a spaceship uh, when they were cruising between the planets Venus and uh, Earth. Um, they make it to an escape pod or a life pod uh, to escape the ship before it explodes. In the movie Lifeboat, same thing happens, except it's an ocean liner that got uh, shot, was uh, torpedoed by a Nazi submarine, um, and they made it to a lifeboat. Uh, and uh, it turns out one of the people on the lifeboat escaped because they were basically a saboteur uh, or Nazi sympathizer or whatever. In this one, it's somebody somebody who's not a Nazi per se, there's no Nazis in this movie, but uh, somebody who's uh, trying similarly trying to cause, cause a war um, by blowing up the ship and then escaping in the life pod with everybody else. Uh, but yeah, well, that's Life Pod. Life Pod is this TV movie came out in 1993 that I still remembered plot point for plot point. I've only seen this movie one time other than this time I watched it. Uh, and so plot for uh, beat for beat, Plot point for plot point. I remembered the hell out of this movie. 20, 30 years later. It's crazy. So you haven't watched it since? No, I'd never. I only saw this movie one time when I was like nine years old. Oh, wow. And now I'm 30 years older and I still remembered this movie. That's that's really good. Um, it immediately is super cheesy and it's awesome. Like, oh, yeah, it's just it's like just, cheesy, like they uh, cheesy, like they're when they're like in the beginning and they're showing them inside the like uh, the bridge of the ship. And it's like looks like very like knockoff Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. 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 And like the card because immediately it shows I can't remember. Uh, what's her name? The, the one that drives the ship. Uh, oh, Maveen. Yes. So immediately she's an incomparable CCH pounder. Yeah, she opens this card and it's apparently her kids that say, what, we love you or Merry Christmas. Oh, yeah, Merry Christmas. But it's so robotic that it's just like that. That's nobody's kids. And like she like falls in love with the card. I'm like, your kids sound dumb. Like, yeah, (laughs) like it's like they're recording the card. The card technology is like worse than what we currently have. Yeah. And what we have is before this movie happens. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's honestly like that kind of beginning scene is where I'm like, okay, I know what kind of sci-fi movie this is going to be. Yeah. Um, but it was really interesting. It mm-hmm. was really fun. Like I, again, like you, you see the acting, it's super cheesy. And like, even for 1993, I feel like the graphics and all that kind of stuff is even cheesy for back then. Um, well, I, feel like I hate to get away say... with it a little bit. Yeah. Because the, they say like, they talk about how crappy this pod they're uh, on is and how cheap everything is. And so like kind of like the cheap sets kind of like live up yeah. to that a little bit. Yeah. It definitely felt like a, we didn't have money for this movie. So let's really play into it of, yeah. well, this stuff just sucks, but we have just sucks because we didn't put money into it. And mm-hmm. it's funny because they literally didn't have money to put into the movie. So it worked because they called it out. Like, I think that's what yeah. made it made it workable is like they would call out the stupid shit that they would have to deal with. In a sense. Yeah. 
Um, the, but I mean, you know, I, I had no idea who, who was sabotaging. Like I had no idea who was the oh, one causing know? these problems. I didn't know. See, I, I, that's so, my, I, my I first, felt bad. I remembered, I remembered who it was and I was like, oh, no, since I know, since I watched it 30 years ago and I still remember who the bad guy is, I'm like, kind of takes a little bit of suspense out of the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I could see that. It, yeah. I could see this definitely being the kind of movie that it's a one and done. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, There were times I'm like, it's it's got to be the blind guy. But there were times, too, I'm like, maybe it's the obvious people that they're pointing at. You know what I mean? Like. I don't know. It just at first you're like, it's definitely the blind guy. Like, come on. But then, yeah, you start second guessing yourself because things start happening. You're like, well, maybe he's not considering he like he's even the one that was like calling out bullshit. Yeah, he was like, like, but he was also saying the one saying like, you know, if we killed killed off people who were like not contributing, then we would have more food and water. Yeah, but. You know, in a scenario. I could see you doing those calculations. You wouldn't be the one actually killing somebody off, but you could be like, nah, sure. you know, Ryan, if we got rid of one of us, the rest of us would be able to live a lot longer. But like, yeah, but it's not happening. And you're like, yeah, it's not happening. But I'm just saying. <laughs> just putting it out there. Just put it. Just well, so we, we all happens, know. Happens. Yeah, it's just so we all know. We could survive a lot longer if somebody died right now. I'm not. <laughs> I'm, afraid, I'm, I'm, afraid. I'm the put the one that puts that out there, and then I'm the one that gets picked to be killed off. So <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like a, you smelled it, you dealt it kind of thing. Yeah, especially since he very poorly tried to off himself. Oh like, yeah. Like he, he 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 didn't do like he knew he wasn't going to kill himself. He knew that they would all save him, so he ki- was trying to kill himself. I think. Um, I don't know. I, I I surprisingly really stayed entertained, and yeah, I I just there's so much about this movie that I just didn't expect. Yeah, because I'm I'm glad I'm glad I nine year old me had such refined tastes to remember (laughs) this movie. Because really, like. I think anybody, if you watch this before, if you're going to even watch it after this, you'll start the movie and you're thinking, okay, it's going to be this kind of movie. But then you're like, oh, like, again, because they call out the stuff and and because just the way that they do the movie, you're like, okay, this is actually fun. Like, it's not just a stupid movie. It's like actually good and stupid. Yeah, I want to say, like, if you've seen it, uh, this movie starts off very much like Space Mutiny, which was a Mystery Science Theater 3000 uh, uh, movie that they did. Um, it very much starts out like that. Again, like a Battlestar Galactica knockoff. But it's like, but it's like if that uh, movie, like, actually had the balls to do, like, gritty shit, that's what this movie does. It's like, it's like they chop off a guy's leg during the course of the movie because it has oh. gangrene. Yeah. Oh my God. I was so worried that you'd start seeing, you know, the blood and all that stuff. Yeah. But luckily, they didn't. Get well, it's still too a graphic. 1990s TV movie, so <laughs> yeah, they can't go too crazy. Yeah. Um, if they did that now, then maybe. So, anything you want to add? I know I did most of the talking, but is there anything you mm-hmm. want to add before we actually get into the what we like and what we dislike? 
Well, it's funny. The only reason I really remember this movie is because after I watched this movie as a kid, I like did so many drawings of the, uh, of different scenes in the movie. Like I have so many drawings. I'm sure I didn't have time to go dig them up, but I, I'm sure I have a box of drawings, uh, in one of my closets and I can picture them in my mind. I have pictures of the life pod drawn everywhere. I have pictures of the life pod in the comments tale. Uh, cause that's when the, like, the lady's getting like basically beat the hell up by these meteoroids or whatever. And then I also have pictures of Q3, uh, the little short guy with his robot arm, uh, running around. Uh, and so that's the only reason I really remember this movie is because, uh, because I just like drew it so much when I was a kid. Cause it just really got me into like space. Like I was already kind of into space, but like, it really got me into like the sci-fi aspects of space. So it's like, this movie really got me to be the, uh, nerdy person that I am. This is like my, pr this is prior to me liking Star Wars, how like awesome I thought this movie was. So yeah, uh, Q3 was definitely the the best i think out of all of them mm -hmm. uh which i which, think so, like, i actually gasped whenever he died like yeah so like, when he died. i was like you actually killed him off what's wrong with you um which uh <laughs> did you know so ed gale who plays q3 so he's actually got some pretty big roles under his belt prior to this he played the original howard the duck The, uh, the, the 1986 movie Howard the Duck. You ever saw that one? No, I have no idea. We're gonna have to, gonna have to do Howard the Duck then. Uh, that's okay. gonna have to go on our list. Uh, he played Chucky in the original Child's Play. Okay. Uh, he was uh, stationed in Bill and Ted's Focus Adventure. You know the little short aliens. Mm. Station. Uh, he was uh, also in. Uh, he was in something more recently. Uh, he was... Oh, he was in Spaceballs. Was he in Spaceballs? Oh, was he like one of the little short dudes? I'm not sure. So, Spaceballs, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Yeah, he was, and he was the little man in Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? That's the last thing I remember seeing him in. Whenever I saw him, I thought he looked familiar, but honestly, I like, I do that about so many people. I'm like, you look mm -hmm. really familiar, like, we've never seen each other. Oh, shit, okay. But I thought that I was like, he looks familiar. So it just must be. Yeah, he's he's actually been in quite a bit of stuff. So, yeah, that's probably why I do know of him. And he looked familiar. But um, <clears throat> so let's let's knock out the negative. What did we dislike about this movie? Anthony, you're up. So what I disliked about this movie, I feel like some of the characters weren't fleshed out of the boat. I, and I understand TV movie. They were doing this. Uh, I can't remember if the I wasn't paying attention to see where the commercial breaks were uh, in the film. Uh, it was kind of hard because I was watching it on Pluto TV, which has commercial breaks built in. Yeah. Um, but the commercial breaks weren't where you would think they should go. They were not <laughs> yeah. well placed. No. Um, so it just kind of like broke it up extra. Um, but the characters, uh, characters that ended up being more important, like uh, Kane, the guy who was the political prisoner. Uh, who ended up saving the day. Uh, the only thing we ended up learning about this guy uh, was that he was afraid of like tight spaces, which ends up leading to Maeveen dying. Like we get like a ton of characterization on Maeveen, but she stays stuck up, stuck up in like the pilot's deck there. And then she dies and ultimately has like no role after she dies. Um, except that they're like uh, sad that she died. Q3, I mean, Q3 takes it very, 
personally, of course, because he's like his thing is like uh, make sure nobody dies. Um, the the a lady whose uh, baby dies, um, she uh, we don't really learn too much about her, but she like tries to kill. Except that she tries to kill herself pretty quickly. Uh, the uh, let's see. Uh, the uh and Januja, we learn a little bit about her the uh she's the med student slash doctor uh on there uh we learn a little bit about her but again we just learned that she's angry at the earth it's like sets up like basically her reason that she may have done it that she's like anti-earth corp but uh we learn we don't learn anything too in depth about her we learn just a, we learn a ton about robert loja's character um the director we learn about cch pounder's character uh, maybe we learn about q3 and get his background but like ultimately like none of these people are like the last two people uh that are uh on the ship the only two that are end up being left are uh kane and claire st john the journalist um and we know the least about these two and so i was kind of bummed about that uh, we oh and uh we i mean we learned a lot about termin um being the blind guy but like i he ends up being jettisoned out the uh he ends up being jettisoned out the life pod uh with a mouthful of liquid metal i thought it would have been more violent of a death than it, it turned out to be so yeah <clears throat> um so i my original thought going into this was and i know i kind of talked about it being a positive in a sense but like I was really going to knock like how bad everything looked. But again, because I feel like they played that up, it made it not something you really cared about anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think really, as I, I, I truly think about it, the thing I dislike the most is I wanted to know more. Like you get to know, so many about these people so much information all this stuff but i wanted to know uh what was the driver's name again oh maybe maybe like yeah. i wanted more because like her in q3 had this i mean I, I, it, to me it was more of like a friendship yeah um like they, relationship yeah, yeah they had something besides just like we work together um well, although i got the feeling like, like she was like calling these people toolies i felt like she maybe like was like also almost like looking down on him a little bit except that they're stuck on this pod together so she's like there to take care of her i felt like it, at least in the beginning i felt like that was her attitude towards like these guys like t9 when he gets stuck in the like the core and finds this fusion mine thing whatever yeah um, so, I, so she's calling them toolies which i feel like is almost like a derogatory term yeah it, it was weird that's for sure um i don't know I, it's just like i i wanted you again you you saw so much and you learned so much about all these people that you you know some information you cared about some you didn't but i was just like okay i want to know her because like in my opinion like she's the true hero in this whole fucking thing yeah and it's just like so i don't know just kind of knowing that adding that into the the mix of because there's a lot of stuff they could have cut out or cut down mm-hmm. on to add in that secondary story of her. And I don't know. I, like, to me, that was kind of my biggest complaint. It was just like, you, 
you got us wanting this information, which, you know, that's also a good thing. They made it so it's mm. like you kind of want it, but you get nothing really, except for she keeps looking at this stupid Christmas card that. Yeah, you could I could I could easily live without. <laughs> Also, I, I do have a complaint. So I do have a complaint. Uh, uh, other another complaint about it is that the, the gets she ultimately dies because she gets stuck in the comet's tail, right? Okay, we can see comets from Earth, and they're like not anywhere close to Earth. We can see them from very far away. Space is big and empty. You can see comets from very far away. How do they not notice they were getting close to a comet until they were in the middle of it? How yeah. So happen? yeah, it it's weird that they were surprised, but. We also sudden, know <laughs> that, like, she wouldn't be able to do anything about it anyways. Yeah, but they could have used that to was build a suspense that we're getting closer to this comet. Yeah. I, yeah. No, I do agree that it was just like, oh, a comet came up. I'm like, okay, so you're staring way too hard at this fucking card. You got to pay attention to where you're going. <laughs> and you totally missed the giant ass comet coming, like, yeah. moving by you. <laughs> I mean, that one's your fault. I'm sorry. Yeah. Everything else you get a slide on, but come on. Um, so yeah, to me, that's really, I think my biggest complaint, especially since like the whole thing here, it's like, there's, you know, they can't really rely on the violence. They can't rely on this or that. It's really the stories of these people is what they, they, this whole movie is based off of. Right. And so to give us this character that's playing, in my opinion, she played a really big part but you don't get that story. To me, that's a big mess, in my yeah. opinion. Um, so that's mine. Uh, we'll go into the things that we like now, and I'll go first. Uh, you know, we switch it up. Uh, the thing that I like was you didn't know what was going to happen next. Um, so, yeah, the, 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 the spaceship gets blown up. They're in this life pod. They're floating around. Then we find out like, oh, well, we we have boosters, but just enough to do like one thing, really. Mm -hmm. And they find out, oh, like one of these pods that holds supplies got blown out this way. So they use their little boosters that they have left to get there. They're all excited. And then the thing spins around and there's a huge hole in the side. Yeah. And then I forgot about gets, that. Yeah. Yeah, and then it gets really fucking hot. They're all, like, sweating to death. And then, like, they find out, oh, there's, I think, like, fuel or something like that in our water. Oh, shit, it got sabotaged. And then, just, like, I don't know, like, in a sense, you knew what was going to happen, but you didn't know what was going to happen. This is, like, right. you knew just that. just keep on coming, yeah. Yeah, like, you knew, okay, there's still a bad person that's going to try to kill somebody here, or that at least blew up the spaceship that we were in and like especially as things started to happen you're like okay somebody's killing off these people like, like you so you knew in a sense of like the steps of like okay we're gonna get here to here but you didn't know what was happening in between um so i i felt like it was a really well told story overall because there were little twists there were little tw uh, twists and turns uh, they killed off people Q3 that shouldn't have been killed off. He he made it. He was that close. I was so yeah, they pissed. Saved, they saved him to like the very end, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, but he was so close. Like, why kill him off? Come on. He, did, a, no, he did nothing but help. 
I feel like it would have been more that much more of a uh, that much more of like a uh, uh, like an irony that he ends up being like the last survivor of another ship. And it would have been it, it actually would have been really interesting if he was the one that was killing everybody. I kind of wondered that because yeah. there were times where like whenever he was alone, you're like, is he plotting who he's going to kill next? Yeah. Um, he got the ro- he got the robot arm with all the like the little attachments and. I mean, I love, especially I thought that he, robot arm was so cool as a kid. So, oh yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. Especially yeah. when he's just like, my arm's worth more than me to yeah. these people. I'm just like, this guy has a reason to start killing off all these people. Um, but yeah, so I, I like question, I this, question. Yeah. Would you would you replace your arm with a robot arm for fifty dollars more per day in pay? A day. I don't know about that. <laughs> if it was like apparently 15, that's why he did it. So yeah, I mean, if times were tough, sure I'll go for it. Yeah, this is like fifty dollars a day. Isn't that much? Come on chainsaw arm. I mean, yeah, maybe I would. <laughs> it would be pretty cool. Yeah, I wouldn't like, and I would do my right arm so I don't have aches and pains in my fingers. You know. Nice. Um, yes. <laughs> they can simulate so, that for you if you want. <laughs> great. <laughs> so you so still have that. The the story I think overall was just top notch. And mm-hmm. even though like I know I just said what I disliked was not getting a story, but I think the overall story was still still really, really good. So that's mine. What you got, Anthony? Okay, uh, so sorry, I got distracted for a second. Uh, so the things I liked about this movie, uh, I really liked the, uh, I really liked the, the usage of the original Alfred Hitchcock story. I thought that was really good, um, and kind of like translating it into the sci-fi setting, it like tra- it like worked so well, kind of moving into that whole thing. I mean, it's a ver- it's a relatively simple story. A bunch of people get stuck in an area. Uh, and uh, they're trying to figure out who's the person that made it so they get stuck in that area and they're basically trapped. Who who got them trapped and why did they get them trapped in the first place? I, I mean, you could have, I, I feel like we had a, sim- a similar story on like a community at some point. It's almost like a bottle episode of a story. Um, so uh, it's, it's like you can tell the story about people getting stuck in an elevator um in a building you know who who uh, this could be a story in any show it could be a story in new girl you know um so it's just the universe universal uh the dexterity or the basically the flexibility of the story uh is great and the util uh the using this for a story in space is that much better because not only is it i mean getting stuck in a boat in the atlantic uh, is one thing you like you're open uh, stuck in an open boat you you can breathe you, you, you can fish you can do this you can do that getting stuck in a just a can a tin can in outer space without the ability to do anything without the ability to radio for help it's that much worse because you have not it's not like you have like hundreds of miles to the next human being you have millions hundreds of millions of miles between you and the next thing because uh, there's just nothing but vacuum around you, so it's that much like of more of a desperation there. Um, 
So it's just like kind of like builds on the uh, builds on that story there that Hitchcock wrote and makes it that much more desperate. I feel like so I really like the use of the setting and kind of twisting it to that. I wish I would love to see a remake of this with the current technology and kind of like telling the story like today um, in this type of setting. I think it would be really cool. Um, I also really liked. Um, I, I was my favorite was Maeveen, uh, uh again. I feel like she was like the crux of the story. I wish she we got more of her, but like the whole thing with like the uh, radiation shields or the uh, yeah, I think it was the radiation shields that couldn't come back up, and we see her slow progression um, that she since she's basically sacrificing herself to make make to shepherd the vessel to different places. Um, but we see her like she starts out like okay, and then she's like getting like burns because she's like exposed to like the cosmic radiation and then we see her meet her end uh to the comet tail there as she is basically gets like beat up by like micro micrometeoroids um off the comet's tail the comet the comet dust and whatnot so things those are that made no sense <laughs> the conglomeration things i said um, i followed there, but, yeah <laughs> it, uh, it didn't make sense to me <laughs> but uh those are the things i really liked about this movie i feel like uh the other thing I liked is the audacity of the director to cast himself as the villain in his own movie. <laughs> so it's like, Mr. Ron Silver is like, hey, I think I'm the only one good enough to be the villain in my own TV movie. So in my first feature, I'm going to be the star. Might as well, right? I, lo I love movies when they do that. So <laughs> he did a good job. So he did. He did a really good job. <clears throat> Um, okay, so with that said, it is time to rate the movie. So as if you've listened to the podcast, you already know, we are on Letterboxd now. You can follow us over at Let's Do a Podcast. We actually rate our movies now one star to five star. You can do half stars. Anthony, how would you rate this movie? Five stars. This movie's awesome. I love this movie. This movie got me into sci-fi. This movie movie has its flaws okay it's a tv movie they worked with a budget but mr ron silver you did a knockout job you got me into the kind of genre that i'm into so ryan i'm relying on you to moderate that but five stars from me yours truly so i would actually give this a four so we'll do four and a half you know it's a, it's a good in between um because again, I, I feel like of the things that I've said of just the fact that it was, I came in super low expectations, not because of you. Well, you and me didn't even talk about it. Right. Uh, right I didn't, right. you, you, you sent me the trailer. I didn't even watch it. I was like, I'm just going to watch the movie. Um, so I came in and immediately just thought, okay, it's going to be this. And then, it can't, I mean, everything that I said, that the fact that they even call it out like, hey, we don't have money. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they did what they like. I don't know. Just overall. It, I would watch it again, but like kind of what we talked about in the sense of like the suspense is gone. So I don't know if I'd actually watch it again. Um, I think, though. It is worth watching, especially if you are a sci-fi nerd, you love space, mm -hmm. you love all this stuff. I think it's a yeah. must. You're Albert because Hitchcock it is, too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's such a good Ford TV movie. Mm -hmm. uh, like, like, like Anthony said, if 
they were to remake it with everything we have now, at the same time, I'd be a little bit worried. Um, just because you don't really quite know the direction they would go. But they gotta do it beat for beat. They have to. Yeah, like if it's yeah. the exact same story, but everything just upgraded. Yeah. I think it would be such a great movie. Um they would have, they would have to change it to Mars, I think, because like living on Venus is not realistic. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we gotta change where you're living and yeah. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. But it's like do this, do this, like do this as like a side story in the expanse universe, and like you got a story right there. Yeah. I I was very very surprised and happy uh i especially i was actually <laughs> i was sick the day that i decided i'm gonna just watch all of our movies and i was like that was a great movie that was a good sick day movie yeah. um yeah so i could definitely see as younger me too because like the one i picked versus what you picked it's only a year difference mm-hmm. um yeah they were really close together i, thought, I found that really funny yeah i thought that was great i was just like I think it was such a good time frame for sci-fi movies. Yeah. And so it's like anything in this, in this range, I just, it's going to be hard for me not to give it a good rating because yeah. I just feel like that, that was the prime time for this shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, four and a half is what we give it. Uh, if you yeah, watch go this, go check before, this movie out. It's on Pluto TV, Tubi, all those commercial yeah. services. Check it out. Preview. Yeah. If you've watched it before, or if you decided to watch it after this, let us know what you think. We want to hear from you. Are we just like too caught up in this time frame of movies where you're just like, guys, this was fucking awful. Let us know. Yeah, this, uh, have we gotten hit by the member berries, the nostalgia bug? What call it? What whatever you call it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so there you go. Uh, again, follow us over on Letterbox. Uh, I. I I update it whenever I watch the movies that we watched it. So, you know, people can see, oh, he watched it. I can't wait to see it. You know, so I try to yeah. build it up at least somewhere. Uh, and right now, I guess that's the place to do it. So, uh, Anthony, are you still sipping on your beer? Have you finished it off? What are we doing? Oh, I finished my beer a while ago. Okay, awesome. I'm about to finish mine off. So give us your thoughts and rating for yours. Great mouthfeel, great flavor. Um, a little bit of bitterness there. It's, uh, I thought this was a new England. It says it's new England, but I feel like it's got like a, uh, uh, kind of an American IPA type feel to it. So I'm not sure it's not quite as juicy as I thought it would be. Um, it's interesting because the, uh, the flavor profile on untapped has it as hoppy, juicy, which I'm not really sure about juicy, smooth, sharp, and metallic, which <laughs> I was like brewed, brewed with pennies. Uh, I don't know. Sharp and metallic. That that makes yeah. me not want to drink that. <laughs> <laughs> but I liked. I enjoyed it. Uh, you know, once I got a, once I got uh, got a few sips of it uh, under my belt, there, I was pretty good. I really enjoyed it. So uh, I would put this as a three and a half. Uh, I I really enjoyed Starbase Brewing. Uh, they're star hopped, um, not made with rocket fuel. So that's always a plus. Yes, not, <clears throat> or hydraulic fluid. So. All right, so mine is the Sockeye Winterfest Strong Ale. Uh, so if you guys are watching the podcast, which you can watch on Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube, uh, I had some very strong facial expressions. You did. And I, I, I think it's just such a strong, bitter flavor that it's... It, it's rough at the beginning. 
But of course, as you start drinking it more, everything starts to balance out in your mouth. Um, I actually drank it a lot faster than I thought I would. I thought I would still be sipping on it, honestly. So, I mean, overall, I don't think it's a bad winter ale. I, I think I'm just not used to drink, drinking such bitter beer. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, of course, I, I, of course, now I'm drinking a lot more West Coast IPAs. Those tend to be a little bit more bitter, more hoppier. Uh, but this was beyond anything I've had in such a long time. So it just took me off. On a scale of 3D IPA to Narbeast, where does this fall? Um, it's like, so here's Narbeast, which uh-huh. I, you know, everybody watching, and like here's he, here's where we're at with this guy. So <laughs> Narbeast, right. 3D IPA. <laughs> so it's definitely close to it yeah, on to the Narbeast, bitter side. Yeah. It's it's getting really close to the Narbeast. The the um uh what kind of beer is that? The uh barley wine, yeah, barley wine kind of feel. Um. So I but still, if I still I, hold to the fact that I feel like Narby's tastes like Band-Aids to me, so. Yes. I, you know what? I had a sip of barley wine the other day that actually tasted really good. So I'm like, okay, I think I just need to branch out and start finding yeah. different ones. Maybe, maybe I need to try uh, something different. I was thinking about the same thing recently. Yeah. So, I, you know, I, I can't do a glass. I'm not going to buy a pack of it. But anyways, uh, so this guy, uh, I, if I had another one, I would drink it. It's not one I mm. wouldn't drink again. So, okay, so all that to say, for a winter ale, I would probably put this at, like, 2.75 for me. 2.75. Because uh, I think a while ago, you and me, like, we did a podcast, and I had a winter ale that I got from Rogue Company. um, Mm -hmm. That was, like, Snowstorm or Snowman or Snowstorm Man or something like that. And... They're to me, they are so opposite winter ales, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I'm just trying to base it off of remembering the other winter ales that I've had. So, that that's kind of where I'm giving this from. Um, but again, like if if I had more of these, I wouldn't just let them sit in the fridge, I think I would actually drink it. Um, but I don't think I would go out of my way to get any more. <laughs> um, so, all right, cool. I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited to see what I drink next. Cause I, I'm was, ready. I'm ready for fun. something. I'm ready for something new. All right. Uh, so anyways, I already got my pick for, I already got my pick, my picks for the next one. So I'm ready for it. Nice. I can't wait to hear uh let's talk about our thing of the week then we'll get out of here we i know most of our episodes are getting about an hour each time so we're we're doing pretty good yeah because that's like i try to keep it max of around an hour so uh anthony do you have a thing of the week uh my thing of the week is uh so i've been watching this show on sci-fi i feel like it needs to get more attention out there um so it's been this it's this of course the show on sci-fi it's a sci-fi show um it's uh called the arc have you heard of this oh yes 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 have you been watching this uh i stopped f for i watched a lot of this 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 show this show is a i feel like this show is like a monster of the week show except it's like a problem of the week show 
Um, I feel like it's as they continue, they have like, they're like, they've solved the problem. Oh, now there's a new problem and they have to go deal with this. It's like, oh no, the captain is a clone. Um, uh, but then everybody's okay with it. Oh no, the founder of this company is on the ship and what's he doing there? And it's like, it's like basically, it's almost like monster of the week type television. Like you had with like, like, uh, with like angel and Buffy and all this other stuff, except it's just like space so it's like all these problems yeah. keep cropping up and they're trying to get to this other solar system uh and the engines broke down and like what happened there's this whole central mystery of what what attacked them that stopped them from uh like destroyed half of the uh, cryo bays and all this other stuff and killed most of the people on the ship um so sci-fi show uh sci-fi channel um the arc it's uh such a weird it's uh i feel like if life pod was made today with the similar resources i feel like it would look like this show um not to say this show is cheaply made but it's it's not as quality as like say shows like the expanse um it's yeah. and it's less realistic it's it's kind of cheesy um it's not it's it's somewhat character driven but it's very procedural ish um it's just it is it is what it is it's the arc it's interesting. Um, I, I, I'm hooked. I watch it. Uh, I watch it on uh, Sundays. I'll watch a few episodes. I can get caught up every now and then. Uh, but I, I enjoy it. So, uh, I'm, and some of the plot points you can see from a mile away. But hey, it, we've yeah. all seen it all at this point. So, but yeah, that's right. my thing of the week is the arc on Sci Fi Channel. So, uh, mine's actually a Sci Fi show as well. But uh, mine is off of uh, Apple TV. So I can't remember how, but somewhere we got like a free subscription for a month. So again, whenever I was, I was out this week uh, from work, uh, I decided, I was like, you know what? Let me see what's on Apple TV. And this show called Invasion on Apple TV. I love that show. I oh, wish they were making a second season of that. My God. Yeah, it is so incredibly good. Like it feels like you're watching a movie. Mm -hmm. Um, I I don't want to talk too much about it because this is one I truly, truly think everybody should get a subscription to Apple TV just to watch this. Uh, well, this there's a, there's a lot of good stuff on Apple TV. There's a lot of good stuff there. Yeah. Um. But I think this should be the push for you just to try it out for a month. Mo I think if you sign up, you can get uh, like a free three months or something like that. Um, oh. I will give one spoiler about that show. So they advertise very heavily using Sam Neill in there. And Sam Neill is only in the first episode. He's not in it after that. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it, I, I like really as I've been trying to think of like, how much do I want to share? I so it's an alien invasion. There you go. Like uh, you do. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a, a different, it's like what, three or four different people that you follow yeah. throughout the invasion of like how they're doing, how they're handling it. Uh, there's a family that like she went to medical school, but never really became a nurse. And so her, like her and her family going through it. And then like, a guy that's in, I think, the Marines or the Air Force. I can't remember. Yeah, um, he's like a special operator, though, yeah. Yeah, and then um, 
like a bunch of uh, kids that live in England when, that were like going on a trip during all this happened. Uh, I feel like there was another one, but I can't remember off the top of my head. Uh, there's uh, the Japanese space agency, uh, space agency yes, people. Yes, yeah. yes. And it's so interesting. You, it's another one that you like, you don't know what's really going to happen next. Mm -hmm. I kind of went in with the mindset of like, it's another alien invasion type movie, but this is so different. Uh, so I, I think I'm going to leave it there. Cause I really, I, I hope it's intrigued you enough knowing that it's different uh, to go watch it because I have thought about going through it again. I really found the, the, the two characters I found most interesting though, are Anisha who is the housewife? I found her story mm -hmm. really interesting, and Trevante's, uh, who is the soldier. I think they're. I think he's in Afghanistan when this is when the invasion's yeah. going on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, those are my two favorites on that show. It it was so yeah. good. It really surprised me. So, uh, so get Apple TV. You can find deals that are like a month or three months or something like that. So you don't even have to spend money right off the bat. <clears throat> but I suggest get Apple TV, watch it. You, and you don't have to have an Apple Apple device to get Apple TV. I've learned that recently. So, all right. Um, so our next movie is the 1994 Stargate. Yes, I am so excited. Or is it this one? I can't remember which one it is. Yeah, something like that. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not going to talk about it because we're about to. So, um, everybody, segue right into that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's going to be a long episode. Yeah. So, uh, guys, you can find us on Twitch at Let's Twitch a Pod on Facebook and YouTube at Let's Do a Podcast on Instagram at Let's instapod you can email us at let's do a podcast 22 make sure you guys uh wherever you're listening to this please leave a rating and a review really helps push us out there oh we're also on letterbox as i already said at let's do a podcast um if you have any beer or movie advice feel free to tell us we're always looking to expand our horizon uh, so with that said, guys, we'll see you guys in two weeks, not next week, because we're this is not Cage Fest for Stargate. So thank you yeah, sorry, so I'm much for you guys. Out. Yeah, I know we got to have that little break, too. So thank you so yeah. much for hanging out. We love you guys. And uh, I'm Ryan. And I'm Anthony. Bye. Yep, this is the end of the podcast. Yes, we're ending <laughs> right here right now. The end. OK. All right. Bye. 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 <laughs>